Curriculum Associates presents Extraordinary Educators with hosts Sari Labaris and Danielle Sullivan. Get ready to hear tips, best practices, and success stories to improve your teaching, leadership, and drive student learning. We're here for you. Hi, everyone. This is Danielle, and welcome to the Extraordinary Educator Podcast. Hey, everyone. It's Sari, and happy Teacher Appreciation Week. I think all of us at Curriculum Associates definitely would celebrate you and try to celebrate you throughout the entire year because we appreciate you every single day in the work you do. But it's great that there is this national week dedicated to really showing our appreciation and trying to help you realize how much you should also be appreciating yourself and all the work that you do, which is why the theme this week for Teacher Appreciation is put yourself first and in thinking about ways that you can really help yourself before helping others. So we are excited to be joined by our CEO, Rob Waldron. And that's the topic of today's podcast is just how do we as busy professionals put ourselves first? Because y'all, it's hard. It is hard to be in service of little people or big people learning every single day. So it's really important that we all have the energy to do this critical work. So we're excited to share some ways that we all put ourselves first. Absolutely. Here's our conversation with Rob. Well, we are very excited to have Rob back with us at our Extraordinary Educator podcast. <laughs> Thanks so much for being here, Rob. We really appreciate it. Speaking of appreciation, we this is a Teacher Appreciation Week, and we're really excited to just talk to educators about how much we appreciate you by sharing a little bit of how we take care of ourselves, because it's so important what you do as educators. We want to make sure that you are taking care of you. So Rob, when we think about putting yourself first, what's, what's something you can share as a busy CEO? How do you help? How do you put yourself first? Uh, well, it's, it sounds weird to talk about it like that, but I, um, I'm sort of tips that I've learned along the way. I, um, I know it sounds weird, but I am probably the most obsessed person uh, about sleep that that you've met. Um, I love sleep. It's my favorite thing. And um, anybody who messes with my sleep, I will uh, go crazy with. And so I... Um, I think about, you know, when I travel on planes, I think about whether I'm going to get enough sleep and I change when the plane is. I, um, my family teases me incessantly because I, um, I leave to go to bed at nine 30, even if it's the middle of a movie and I, um, go, you know, read a little bit and try to get to sleep by like 10, 15. Um, and I won't wake up before six 15. So I get eight hours of sleep. Uh, I, um, I get in arguments with people about if the light is not right or <laughs> someone's coming in. Uh, and uh, I just, I just won't, I just perform better with, uh, with sleep. And so, you know, people sort of talk about it, but like, I, I literally plan everything, travel, um, when to go to bed, what I read, how to stop using the computer, everything around making sure um, that I get a good night's sleep. That is very, very important. Thank you for sharing that. I feel uh, similarly that there's a lot as our in our roles, we have the pleasure and privilege of supporting educators across the country. So sleep is also important to me. I actually, when I travel, so something I do to put myself first is I take ashwagandha, which is a, it's an herb that helps uh, lower cortisol to help me sleep in hotel rooms. I manage planes and travel schedules around sleep as well. 
And then the other thing I do um, to put myself first is that I manage my energy as well. Like I know that I need a lot of energy uh, to support in different roles that I, that I am supporting educators. So it depends on the food or where I'm going to sleep timing wise. So I'm just, I'm always thinking I plan my schedule around energy management. Sari, what about you? Thank you both for sharing that. I think too, for teachers, the the last thing you want to be is tired and exhausted when you were putting on a show for 30 kids every day. So um, really great tips there that you can hopefully replicate and really, um, you know, prioritize sleep as well. For me um, with a baby still, unfortunately, even if I plan to have a great night's sleep, we're not quite there yet, but I will definitely implement your strategies when, when they are ready for it. Um, for me, it's all about asking for the time that I want to take care of myself. And when, but what I mean by that is sometimes I find that I expect people around me to read my mind. Oh, I want to work out in the morning. Everyone should know that, but I have to communicate that so that I can get what I want. So whether it's asking for 10 minutes, um, 30 minutes, I always try to ensure that I have time for me every single day if possible to do the Peloton class that I want or to meet friends for coffee or dinner. Um, or to ensure that I can spend 10 minutes a day with each of my daughters, because those are the things that I need um, to really function um, in other aspects of my life. So just asking for the time and making sure that um, everything else is taken care of so I can take care of myself during that time. You know, one one observation, Sarah, as you speaking about that, that I've, uh, you know, I was the son of a teacher. Um, and, you know, the teachers are, in, in addition to we, all the things we know about teachers with knowledge and so forth, they're, they're athletes. I mean, if you think about the physical mm-hmm. part of being a teacher, you have to uh, stand more than most people. You have to um, perform and have energy, you know, in the, the acting and actors part of the teaching, not that they're not genuine. Um, and, you know, great, great athletes rest. When, when you're, if you are a marathoner, you, you know, you don't run 20 miles a day, you run, you know, as you're preparing for the marathon, you run 20 miles on Sunday, you rest on Monday, you run five, then you run 10, and you're very um, regulated about how you're using your body um, and thinking about that. And I think, I think sometimes, you know, when your great athletes rest, great teachers think they're not supposed to rest because there's not enough time for the, but, but you, you can't be at peak performance unless you're uh, thinking about not just when you're performing, but how you're resting. And, um, you know, my experience is that um, that that's one of the most difficult things for teachers today uh, with all the pressures they have on them. They've gotten only more and expectations have gotten higher um, that the that the exhaustion part of the job uh, maybe isn't getting focused enough. And I and I, you know, I think about the uh mental exhaustion that could come from the work, but I, we, we can't forget the physical part of the, of the work um, and thinking about how we can serve the physical part, you know, and, and you know, we at, uh, in our company, I haven't, you know, been able to help with that physical part. Of course, we're doing everything we can on the mental part to try to save teachers time and get them information easier to find and get it to parents and get it to students and try, try to, you know, there's an enormous amount of energy here at our company to, to save teachers time uh, with the hope that they can have more uh, time for instruction, but also time to rest for their next performance. Yes, 
Thank you so much for sharing that. And educators who are listening, we hope you take time, rest, what it, if it, either if it's sleep or just taking time away from work is so critical. We absolutely agree. Well, Rob, we just so much appreciate you taking the time to be with us and sharing your thoughts on this podcast. All right. Happy to do. You guys have a great day. Thanks so much, Rob. That's it for today's episode of the Extraordinary Educators Podcast. Please leave us a review where you listen to podcasts as it really helps us reach more educators like you. Follow us on Twitter at Curriculum Associ and on Instagram at MyIready. If you have feedback, a topic of interest, want to be a guest or have a question, email extraordinaryeducators at cainc.com. This is about you. We're here for you. So until we meet again, be you, be true, be extraordinary. The Extraordinary Educators podcast is produced by Curriculum Associates, editing by Danielle Sullivan, social media by At City Hannon, guest booking by Sari Liberis, music by Mark Bernstein. This podcast is copyrighted material and intellectual property of Curriculum Associates. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Curriculum Associates and on Instagram at MyIready and send your emails to extraordinaryeducators at cainc.com. 